Don't close the app while recording. Mad, <laughs> it's mad existers. We're existing and it's madness. We're mad. Ooh, wow. I promise I can actually sing. Um, welcome no, that was really good. to our. <laughs> welcome to the pod. Yeah, um, huh? Welcome to the pod. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the pod. For those who don't know, it's your girl, Kira Lamartine. And and it's it's your other girl, um, Stephanie Brownlee. Steffi B. Steffi B, as one Steffi would say. B, some might. <laughs> Steffi B, some affectionately refer to her as. Um, and this is Mad Existers. And hopefully we'll have an actual um theme song in the near future i written should by, yeah. for written sure by yours truly of course because um not that i proved it even in the slightest but i i am a bit of a musician i do do the whole singy dancey thing so um yeah, you do. yes yeah um so i don't even know where to start this is a podcast Name, Five, age, two, mid-20-year-olds. <laughs> well, first, so this is a podcast by two 20-something-year-olds, 20 two mid-20-year-olds, um, for other mid-20-year-olds, because we have felt over the past year, have we only known each other for a year? That's kind of bananas. Well, it's like a year and a half now that I think about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, because oh we first the first time we hung out was Halloween. Wow. What an origin story. Um crazy. God. This is gonna be a mess. Me hopping all over the place and you just reeling us back in. Um <laughs> back to the point, we wanted to do a <laughs> podcast because we like to talk and we have good banter and there was really nothing out there. At least that I could find. Like, I don't know. What about you? For, like, people our age. Like, there's just a lot of shit we go through in this, like, weird time period in our lives. And I feel like most of the podcasts that I have found or listened to, it's, like, advice from people <laughs> who have already been through their 20s, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's... I feel like the podcasts that are out right now are either, like you said, people who are like, this is what I learned... Or it's, like, people in their 20s that are, like, have it all together. Or at least they're, like, appearing to have it all together. <laughs> and it's, like, my life's a mess. So, welcome. Um, and let's talk about it. Like, and not even in the comical way, at least for me. I feel like my life isn't even, like, a mess in, like, the silly, goofy way. It's just, like, it just feels explosive. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I, yeah. like, I feel like my life is messy in a silly, goofy way and in, like, a really not silly, goofy way as well. God, I just feel, I feel like my life is silly, goofy, but I feel like it's messy in a what's going on kind of way. Not that I've gone too far down any sort of Wow. Okay. Not that I'm too far down any terrible paths, 
or anything, but it's just kind of like, eh? And we're back. We're back? And my rice is we're hot. Back. It's hot. It's hot, hot, hot. Oh, your rice is hot? My rice, yeah. Mm, congrats. Wow. <clears throat> well, not me already eating on our very first podcast, but Hey, that's just part of being in your 20s. Shut up. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. Introductions? Personal introductions? Do you want to go? Yeah, so, <clears throat> we're both from Iowa. That's how we met. Crazy. I, um, I currently live in, like, central Iowa, and I work um for a school district as their communications director and i like my job a lot and i enjoy working a lot but um oh yeah i'm 24 born in july i'm a cancer but i don't really know what that means um i just know that apparently it means that i cry a lot and i'm not counting but i have cried five times today so um uh, okay <laughs> opinion as a fellow water sign yeah i feel like pisces are like soft emos scorpios mm-hmm. are like aggressive emos i love a good scorpio and cancers are like direct emos like you and okay. Brittany cry so much but yeah you're, like you're not soft until you cry that's true yeah yeah I agree. Okay, so where do you live? Oh golly, I currently live in Williamsburg, in East New Williamsburg, York. in Brooklyn, <laughs> New York City, <laughs> New York City. It's weird. It's so crazy to say that I live here now. Um, I work at the very appealing job um yes the very prestigious um sought after um job that is barista (laughs) um at a coffee chain because it is the first place that hired me but i'm trying to get a bartending or serving job because i think it'll make me more money my job is okay. I really like my coworkers. The environment is a bit bland for me personally. It's in a hotel lobby, so it's I, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It's just like, you know, all white walls. I mean, we're in Chinatown and we're by a bunch of like fashion businesses, so this week during New York New York Fashion Week um, the amount of humans that walked through our doors whose thighs were the size of my calves. Wow. Mm. Triple digits. No, I'm just kidding. At least double digits, though. Crazy. For real. Um, yeah, I'm 24, turning 25 in a month. I'm a Pisces, unfortunately. <laughs> and I just say that because I, like I said before, I'm a soft baby. I look soft. I am soft. I'm just a soft I'm little not. chicken. No, you're not at all. No, which is honestly part of the reason that I love our friendship so much. Like, 
um, there was this time that me and Stephanie were out uh, for Halloween. Actually, oh my God, it was our very first Halloween. We've been friends for probably definitely less than six months at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and there was just this horrendous. Huh? Yeah. I don't even know what you're about to say. Huh? Yes, know I'm gonna talk about he who must not be named, okay. but the asshole, yeah. not the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was New Year's. <laughs> that was New Year's. Oh my god, he wasn't okay, at Halloween. Still, we really only know. No, I know that was crazy. Okay, I'm yeah, but we had only known each other for like six months. Yes, and. I don't even know how it started, but just a horrible guy was um, trying to be painfully straight and like flirt with me in the way that only toxic straight men can. Um, yeah. Of being like a like oh what like you what you're not you're not gonna <laughs> kiss me you don't want to kiss me 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 and Stephanie help me out here my story is. <laughs> pretty much Stephanie just comes in and is a complete like stone cold killer and knocks them on yeah. their feet and they don't know what to do absolutely um yeah he he got served that night um it was hard being him to say the least I, yeah and I'm guessing he would <laughs> I'm guessing he would argue that it was just hard for him in general because he's probably one of those. But um, yeah, I don't really put up with too much except when it comes to me. So Your, yourself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. To all of our badass hard baddies out there, if you also are a soft, cute little weakling with yourself, you're not alone. Stephanie's one of the baddest bitches I know. But Quag. I love I love you so much. But like, you know, I love you. Sometimes when it comes to humans of the opposite the other human beings that <clears throat> when it comes to men, when it comes to men and Stephanie, it's just mm. like it could be a lot better. It could be a lot better. Yeah. I agree with that. So speaking of. Yeah. I'm single. Yes. Single as a Pringle. Okay. And um, okay. I, I, am, I am reaching out to all of our listeners. And <laughs> I am just going to speak from the heart and say... Um, that I am 24 and I have never been in a relationship. And, you know, someday on this podcast, we will explore that. But I, for now, I just want all of those baddies out there that have never been in a relationship either <laughs> to know <laughs> you're not alone. Um, you're not they're alone. there. Um, and you're not weird. You just got different things going on. At all. So, yeah. Exactly. But our friend Kira is not single. When you were younger? Did I what? Oh my god, no, I'm not single. I'm dating 
we're see this is what i mean the whoever ends up listening to this is really just gonna have to deal with the fact that i can't stay on the same topic for more than like two minutes i'll get hey, better that's about it, i promise you shouldn't necessarily get better at something like that because it's just you being you you know okay whatever yeah 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 you're so wonderful you treat so me you. so well who else treats you well? But yeah, back to top. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> back to the topic. At hand, I'm I'm not single. I moved to New York with the sole intentions of dating men no more. I was stuck in Iowa during the pandemic. Wait, what? Yeah. I said pray do tell. What do you mean by that? Oh, um, like I was only going to date women or whoa, people who didn't whoa. identify. <laughs> Crazy Plot twist. Plot twist, we're Not both totally kind gay. <laughs> <laughs> so together, no, never mind. Anyway, yes, neither of us are um straight which is quite fun and a part of myself that i learned much later on in life um same yeah 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 i think growing up in a small town you're just not exposed to a lot or you're you're i i feel like i was exposed to a decent amount but it was always like oh that's awesome of them but i never considered yourself time yeah, I like I don't know. I never had the time or space maybe to like and also I've never I've never been a huge person into like diving into my inner emotions. That's been like a past 5 years sort of thing. But yeah, I ended up dating this sweet, wonderful boy and now I have a boyfriend. And if he wanted, ladies, for all of you out there, I'm telling you, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. And maybe he doesn't want to. And that's okay. But if you want him to, you need to accept that, break up with him, and move on. Because I just you like, know yourself worth. That well, that's what I'm saying. And like and but not even just self-worth, but it's like what like different people need different things so like i i don't need the same things that you do right so like just because like one person is super super kind to you and he's doing all these things for you but they're not what you need it's like it doesn't super matter um yeah my boyfriend for valentine's day bought a dozen roses picked all of the petals by his cute little hands and then made like 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 a red carpet into his apartment from the door to his bed where it's not gonna get spicy chickens <laughs> to his door where he had this like really cute he made a heart out of the petals and he had a card in the middle and he got me candles and then a preserved rose so it will never die so all I'm saying is, if he wanted to, he 
he would if he wanted to he would and i stand um, by that statement I would, like, I would like to add that last night i did go home alone to my apartment and make a progresso bowl of chicken noodle soup so <laughs> And did you have a good night? I did. Yeah. Okay. So see folks, it's all about, it's all about balance. It's all about balance with what you need. Everyone's different. Some people like Marvel movie nights and some people like progressive chicken soup and one does not outweigh the other. One is not better than yeah, the we other. Yeah, we don't just come again. <laughs> Did you just oh. hear that? <laughs> yep. I couldn't say the word discriminate. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's all it's all good. We don't wow. discriminate. Um, but yeah, yeah we I am in a relationship. He's wonderful. And I'm very lucky to be with him. Steffi Wait, have you met you? You met yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, I'm crazy. Yeah, Stephanie met him. Stephanie, you. I want your honest opinion. Go ahead, go crazy. Um. So, Kira's boyfriend is just the sweetest, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> when he first met me, he wanted to hug me, which I thought, man, this one's got real potential. Um. And yeah, I don't know. He just kind of, he's like Kira where like he, uh, what's the word? He matches like my energy. And I feel like if someone was like, bro, is that Stephanie girl like too much? He would be like, nah. Yeah, no, not at all. No, not at all. No, and also, like, I don't think that's... Bitch, if anyone ever tells you that you're too much, walk, run. Run away. Because I did. Stephanie being too loud out... See? There we go. There we go. We're too loud, outgoing human beings, and being too much is bullshit, and I stick by that. Um, okay. You know, what was being the next thing we were going to talk about? Mental illness, huh? love. Mental illness, oh, love. Yes. Ding, 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 ring, a ding, 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 how do I, man, I really want to like, first of all, I would just like everyone to know that Kira and I are very alike, but very different. Um, and so that's why we think very that different. we are going, yeah, super different. We are going to take on this world by the, by the horns, as they say. We are, we yep. really yep. feel like we can be relatable to many audiences many many girly pops and many they thems and many 
maybe boys. I, I don't know. But um, the point is, is that I, I feel like we can only talk so much. What? No, I. <laughs> No, I was just like, you can only try so much with the boys. Yeah, you can only try so much with those boy boy pops. But um, those boy basically, yeah. what I'm saying is that you've come to the right place, friend. Um, at this circus, there's a ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this circus, there's a ride. Yet, but you've come to the right place. Exactly. Um, so getting into my mental illnesses, um, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder when I was 16. Fun. Um, and then at 19, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And at the time I was like, wow, so I must have BPD. And then I moved back home. So I went to school in Chicago, moved back home because I was Wait, how, um, long, so, how long did you go to school in Chicago and what for? Okay, I went to school in Chicago for two and a half years and studied marketing the whole time. But yeah, so I okay. moved home. We'll get into Chicago in another episode. Um, moved home from Chicago <laughs> and because I was ill and not feeling the best and then I went to the doctor and I was like so do I have bipolar disorder or do I have borderline personality disorder and she was like it's twins you've got both and I was like oh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I really wanted to like throw like a mental illness reveal party for myself but I never really got around to it um those are my current diagnoses what about you kira oh um moderate to severe anxiety which results in moderate depression so nothing crazy um just your basic bitch stuff but i do want to say that (laughs) i've always struggled listen and the dissociative part of all the shit is nothing that I've been like formally diagnosed with. So I don't want to be spreading around like incorrect, like stigmas or like just like throwing sh- like shit around. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to portray anything in a negative light, but I have always struggled with not being present in my own oh, life. Yeah. And when I was younger, I remember, like, even in high school, like, my life just kind of felt like I was dreaming all the time, especially when I would look back at it, it just kind of felt like I was floating. Or like, when I would try and observe my life in the present, it felt like I was floating. And then I would look back and I just like, I don't remember a ton. I mean, I was involved in a lot of activities. And I think because I was involved in so much, I remember more because it's like specific trademarks, but like my best friend from high school, she remembers my childhood. <laughs> like Dude, that's so crazy. Cause I have no memory of my childhood either. Like I know how I felt, but I can't like remember things. Yeah. But it, like, it's so strange because I feel like it was opposite for us because like my childhood 
Like, if I remember anything from my childhood, it was just, I was, if I could describe it in one phrase, the whole time I was just kind of like, la, 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 la. I'm just going from thing to thing and I'm just hopping along and I'm just doing my thing. And like, I remember I, and listen, I understand this is privileged. I understand this might be a little sad, but the first time that I remember experiencing like true pain and sadness was my second breakup, my sophomore year of high of college. And so it took me, yeah, it took, it took me like, I think that's part of why it took me so long to get over it. Because I just like, I'm not good with processing negative emotions because growing up, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I have my own family shit, but for the most part, I would just take myself out of that anytime there was like any sort of sad feeling. So I don't, I definitely experienced sadness, but I experienced it in a way of like, I am sad. How can I problem solve to get out of this? Like That I'm, makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm an emotional problem solver. I like never really was forced to sit in my emotions. Um, I don't, I don't really know how we got into that, but how did we get into that? Oh, you were talking about your anxiety and depression. Oh, yes. So I've always, I've always been a performer. Um, and I have, but I don't really remember having anxiety until college, about halfway through, when I became more self-aware of the people around me and things that I quote unquote maybe wasn't so good at I grew up kind of being like I don't know I've always been like master or like jack of all trades master of none like you know I I could play I was like pretty decent at all sports but I wasn't like a star at anything or like sport wise um I don't know yeah so my mental illness really hit me especially over the pandemic I'm a really big extrovert and just different things happened oh i graduated college during the pandemic so that added on top of that just just not being able to like see and talk to people was like insane um and quite difficult for me and it got to a point where last march i was sitting in a coffee shop i had just moved to new jersey and i was trying to write a very very simple email um and, and I just like, couldn't do it. I, I was so anxious. And I think I talked to you about that when it happened. Do you remember? Yeah. 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 I like, I couldn't write an email and it wasn't anything serious. It was just like, like, um, like contacting someone back about a potential job. Like, hi, like, this is me. This is who I am because I was so anxious about wording it incorrectly and not sounding professional enough. And I I just couldn't type. And I was like, okay, well, this needs some assistance. So hopped on and I signed up for cerebral and talked to a counselor and I got medicated and did my parents break out? Yes. But I think it's been so good for me in the long run because I've never felt, I've experienced a lot 
of emo I feel like I've been the most emotional I've ever been in my life um in the past year but I think it's one yeah. of the first times that I'm like fully experiencing day-to-day -day emotions which is like crazy so yeah hmm. yeah that's that's kind that's of the I love huh? therapy. I love therapy. Oh, I want therapy so bad. I've been saying this for a year and yet I still have done nothing about it. I finally have health insurance so I can hop yes. on that. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Steph, what's your journey with therapy? I. <clears throat> so like. I started being like, I started like dealing with depression when I was in middle school, I would say. And mm -hmm. um, my, my freshman year, I um, went to my parents and I was like, hey, I don't want to live anymore. Um, and so they signed me up for like a Christian counselor. Oh, yes. Um, then, wait, hold on really quick. Um, trigger yeah. warning. We're going to be talking about mental illnesses and thoughts of self-harm. So just a trigger warning. That was a really good trigger warning. guys out there, maybe just skip ahead a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It's our first one. Yeah, no, it's good. We should it. we should add a trigger warning to maybe the description, I guess. But um, whew, yeah, um that would be a good idea. We'll have to tell our producer that. Um, but where was I? <laughs> um, um, you uh, went to Christian counselor, and you were like, um, existing. I don't want to I don't want to exist anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so I stopped going to a Christian counselor because they, the whole time, they were like, why wouldn't you want to leave? Jesus died for ye. And I was like, all right, well, I'm depressed, so. And then, <laughs> so, like, I... Are we like really getting into it? Am I just generalizing therapy? Because those are two different ball games. Um, I don't. I think that we can do. I think that we can spend a whole episode on like our mental just health on, like, journey. High school. I know. Experience. I kind of. I, I kind of yeah. went on. I kind of went on for a while. I guess. I don't know. I think that okay. I'll just be. I'll just over overview it, but um. Yeah, I dealt with a significant loss my junior year of high school um, and then later got diagnosed, uh, started therapy. I remember the first therapist I went to was a man and he had like basset hound photos all over his office, like not photos, like paintings. And I'm like, <laughs> weird. Thumbs down, um, so never yeah, never went back to him. And, like, I think the nice thing about therapy and some, something that I've said to, like, people is, like, if 
if you think therapy isn't working, it's either because you're not working or the therapist isn't working. And um, my high school therapist, like it that. like she she was like what I needed at the time. But as I got older and I went off to college, I realized that I really wanted therapy to be more of like a conversation rather than just like a rant session. And I think that's something that you kind of grow into. Um, yeah. But like just like, you know, putting together goals and talking through things that were really painful and um, the fact that therapy will give you different tools is just so useful like I I was in therapy a couple weeks like a week or two ago and I have been like very down recently and I was like I can't do anything I have like zero energy after work I literally just make myself a meal or get takeout and then like trash and like dishes just pile up because I don't want to do anything I just want to like eat and then go to bed and I don't take care of anything and then my whole weekend instead of spending it like taking care of myself and like working on myself and everything it's spent like cleaning up the mess of the week that I avoided and my therapist was like you know it starts with a bowl like so if you were to get up to go to bed like grab the bowl as you're getting up so you're doing everything in motion And my dining room table has been clear for the last two weeks because I do everything in motion. So, like, she's, like, put the bowl in the sink. Yeah, exactly. Like, you put the bowl in the sink and then maybe you feel like rinsing it or maybe you even feel like washing it. And it's not that, like, big of a deal because you put all of these steps in your head and it's, like, if you're just doing it while you're in motion, it, it becomes a little easier. Yes, yes. My someone sent me something a while ago. Oh God, I forgot to touch on this. Um, again, I don't want to support the whole like self-diagnosing thing, but I have a lot of issues with memory and attention and same. You know, it's thing, trauma. Thing on topic of things that <laughs> play that um are very similar to a lot of um god symptoms of ADHD so whether I have it or not I just definitely have memories with issues and forgetfulness and all that jazz so at some point someone I think it was my sister she sent me this video and it was for the kitchen and um because I like having clean spaces I, I, I'm not a dirty person, but I am messy, but yeah. I, I love cleaning and organizing. So in the kitchen, it was like, take it out, put it away. It's like, take it out, use it, put it away. Like you see it, put it away. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying it properly. Maybe how it was clicking in my head, but like, once you use it, unless you know for sure that you're using it, like within the next few minutes put it away immediately right so no, yes yeah, so that you don't get to the end and you have a ton of stuff that's built up that now you're like wow this is overwhelming and I have so much to clean up and put away and 
then the demons win. So like, <laughs> um, this is just a trigger warning. If anyone gets triggered by demon talk, um, demons will be mentioned in each episode. Yeah, it's mm. interesting that also, you bring that up um, as like an ADHD thing because, like. I've like so you see those symptoms as like a possible ADHD um like thing that you're going through when I've read similar symptoms where you have problems yeah. with memory and problems with like energy and feeling lethargic and that stems from like a, the way that you've coped with trauma which is interesting because like I I used to think that maybe it was ADHD for me which um, I think a lot of people with bipolar disorder struggle with thinking that they have ADHD too. And sometimes people with bipolar disorder don't have bipolar disorder and it was actually misdiagnosed and they have ADHD and there's just like similar Holy symptoms. Shit, really? Yeah, no, that's a thing. It's crazy. Um, but like the difference with medication, bro. I know, like, I was put on lithium when I was 16, which is insane. Holy moly! Yeah. Yo, okay, so hopping back, just, like, touching on medication really quick, what's your, uh, like, like, what are your thoughts about it, like, especially because you experienced being medicated at a young age, and I just hear, like, a lot of feedback from people, like, friends who have been on ADHD medication, and they say it, like, negatively impacts their mental health. Like, oh, just yeah. like medication, like, like, clearly I'm a proponent of it. Like, it can actually yeah. be useful because, like, that's my personal experience. But, like, do you feel like therapy should always be investigated first? Um... So I think it's a yes and situation with yes. Yeah. I think I think everybody at all times always should be in therapy. Um <clears throat> So it, therapy is definitely a yes and for me, but as far as medication, I struggle with this concept. So like what I'm about to say is probably going to be like very like all over the place and contradicting because I have like, I've been on medication since I was 16 and off medication since I was 16 at different points. So, it's, it's, um, the bipolar is definitely going to come out. Next. Yeah. What about speaking of meds? meds? Oh, that's a funny story. Take so, um, <clears throat> Kira, yeah. I, uh, I, so, like, my previous psychiatrist is ref refusing to refill my prescriptions until I see her in person, and they don't have any upcoming appointments. So, um, I haven't been on medication for, like, two weeks, and I don't get to see a psychiatrist until oh. the 27th. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, I'm a... Nice. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I haven't been feeling silly goofy. I was feeling silly goofy until I felt like my heart was shattered by one thing that was sent to me. Um, 
But yeah. now I've just been feeling low. So we're back on that depression. Because I, I, I think yesterday morning I was like a little like, yeah, manic. Um, But no, like for sure. I'm trying to get out of it on my own and trying to like use tools that therapy has given me because... I think I've just, like, gotten to accept the fact that I'm going to be spending the next month unmedicated, um, which is not okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. But back on the okay. medication, so, um, yeah, I have, like, contradicting feelings about it because I feel like medication is a tool, and it helps fix chemical imbalances in your brain. Um, I feel like some people feel like they're muted when they're on medication. Okay. Um, there's this quote yeah. um, that's like, you, um, I live my life in black and white and you asked me to live my life in shades of gray. And... So I feel like that has been, that's been interesting, I guess. Hey. Like you feel as though medication asks you to live it in shades of gray? Yeah, because it kind of like, I feel like it mutes you a little bit. Like it just, um... It's one of those things where it's like you feel like you can't feel anything anymore. Like just like okay, numbed out. So that's Yeah, that's really interesting you say that because okay, so on my journey with medication, I have had mm -hmm. lots of periods because I went through the cerebral site and just for different reasons there have been different time periods where I've had to go off it um for like multiple days at a time and when I'm on it I definitely don't feel muted but I feel more present and mm. less reactive in a sense yeah but when but but in the moment when I'm off it and I'm feeling all these emotions and I'm letting myself just like exist, it does feel more vivid. Right. Like, I get, I get what you're... It, like, does that make sense? No, I feel like that totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think the whole thing is it's tricky, but do you, if you could go back, would you have not, started as early as you did or do you wish you would have started on something else um if I were to go back I think I should have gone to a psychiatrist before I was 16 um and I think that if I were to go back it, I would because they put me on a really high dosage of lithium which my psychiatrist yeah. in Chicago was like, how did that ever happen? So I feel like yeah, if I would have just learned the lesson early on that like, and, but it's kind of, <clears throat> it's frustrating because 
it feels impossible and it feels incredibly frustrating that I might always have to be in this cycle of having to realize that the side effects of this medication aren't working for me or that I have to switch medications. So great. That means that I have to lessen my meds slowly while entering new meds in my system, having no idea how it's going to affect me physically. And yeah, that, that whole part of it just makes me upset usually because it's like, they're like the amount of symptoms and the doctors want you to track how that's affecting you. And it's like, I don't even take care of myself. How, how are you expecting me to track how this is affecting me? Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I were to go back, I wish it's I would like have. The reason that I'm doing it is different. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's tough. I feel like when you're young also, it's tricky because like, I don't know, like you said, like you got diagnosed with one thing at 16 and then the older you got, kind of realized it was also something else. Twins, baboomba. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, was there any other immediate topics? I think that kind of wraps it up. I feel good. I feel like um, people know us. I feel like I feel like people know us too. Um, Steph, do you want to <laughs> Okay. Um, give me one thing that you're nervous for with this and one thing that you're like really looking forward to um nervous for with regards to the podcast yes um I am nervous for um I (laughs) it's ironic that this is happening today that we're recording today but I feel like I'm a little nervous that like of how I would come across to people and I feel like sometimes it's like I would get nervous that it would be difficult for people to like me or something or yeah so I feel like I'm not always the relatable girly I'm also nervous that like I don't know I like what we're doing and I think that it'll help me to do this and I like hope that if anyone yeah. actually does listen to this, that it would help them too, in a way. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I'm excited for us to just go no, ham I- on cover art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I well, no, no. Like, I think that having this outlet will be a super dope thing and also like such a big part of my life and the way I process shit which is why I need to get a therapist (laughs) um (laughs) so much of it's it's like talking through things helps me be present and helps me work through things and figure out my place where I'm at and yes yeah 
I'm being in such a transitionary period, living in a new place, trying to make new friends, being in a new relationship, trying to start a new, like there are just so many news in my life that seems scary, but this is a new that just like seems like something silly. That's like a, like a fun, like there's no pressure on this. And, and that's really cool. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, it's no, I love that because it's like, we are just literally, I don't know. I'm just so happy with everything. Um, and like, it's just ours to create, you know, like it's not, there's yeah. no pressure. It's just us creating something. And I think that that creativity is just, I, I need that back in my life. I feel like I've been yeah, missing that. Just some sort of expression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, one thing that I'm nervous about with this is <clears throat> I'm always really good at being engaged in things I like when I'm in the moment, but it's yeah. the getting to it that can be a little tricky for me sometimes. So I am just a little nervous of letting you down occasionally letting me down? yeah letting me down yeah absolutely not yeah. no no just just being as committed as i want to be you know that's fine this can be chill yeah. because i'm gonna have i'm gonna have days where i'm like a busy girl and i can't do everything that i want to do and that's okay like we're living our lives yeah. This will just be what we make it. Like, do not... That is the last thing I want you worried about. Well, but I yeah, I'm I'm worried about it a little bit just so I hold myself accountable <laughs> more. Okay. That's, that's fine, but I just yeah. don't want you to beat yourself up about it. Okay. Okay, mom. <laughs> What's funny is that we take Thank on you. that role together, though. Like, sometimes, um... No, it's you so true. I feel like that's yeah. me with all of my friends, bro. We're just, like, balance each other out. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wow, wait, Steph. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't even talk about... Okay, we didn't talk about how we, like, became friends. Should we save it? for the next episode rainy day. And like like we, don't, we, like we don't have to include this like we can cut this small conversation up but like um no i think this conversation is amazing and it has to stay in shut up i don't i don't know <laughs> do we want to save it for a future episode where we talk about just like relationships of all kinds um <clears throat> we could do that should i we mean touch I... on it real quick Let's just touch on it real quick. Yeah. Why not? So, real, yeah, real quick. Um, me and Stephanie went to high school, like one town apart, but we never competed against each other because of the size. But I always knew who she was because she was best friends with a kid who I had a crush on since third grade. <gasps> I love um, that. <laughs> And yeah. I always knew who Shout Kira out. was. You know who you are. I always, yeah, you know who you are. 
I always uh, knew who Kira was because she was like this just bright, bubbly breath of fresh air. And I was like, wow, she seems too cool for me. Um, And when Kira and I first met as adults. But like, how did you even know who I? Wait, no, but like, how did you even know who I was, though? Because like, I played soccer against him and then developed a crush and then was like, oh, his friends. His friend Stephanie. Um, honestly, I had no idea that you had against each other. Um, you think I'm a sports girly? Get out of here. Um, no, we did not play sports. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw you, actually. Are you ready? Oh my god, what is it? This romantic moment. I'm ready. Um, the first time I saw you. Magic moment. Da, 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 da. No, okay. The first time I saw you was literally you performing in show choir, and I was like, "Wow!" Aww. And I, I remember because really? I, yeah, because I was like, "Who is that blonde girly pop? I want to know her." Aww. Legit. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I, I do not I be lying. I saw you. It's pretty crazy. Oh. I always thought Stephanie would think I was really annoying. Um, There was a few times that I waited on Stephanie at this brunch job that I had. And I was like, oh, she's so cool. She's a little <laughs> scary. And I bet I would annoy her. So I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah, like crazy where we are at now, but like I like very vividly remember that like waiting on you there and being like, oh god, she seems way too scary. <laughs> I am scary though. I mean, you're intimidating, you're not scary. I, yeah, I would agree with that. You can be really powerful. And you're very upfront, and not a lot of people are about everything, and you are about literally everything. Yeah, Which I'm an open. I think book. is the coolest. Yeah, I think it's the coolest part of you. It's what I love about you the most. But we met as adults because we both went to this coffee shop that we both loved, and then I don't know. One of us said something, and we just started talking, and. Right? Yeah, I think I was just like, yo. No, and maybe you said yo. Like, not yo, but. I think I said something first. No, I think I I overheard a conversation you were having with someone else and I commented on it, as I so often do. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. And then a mutual. Yeah, and then a mutual friend invited us both out. And we ended up being the last two people at the wine bar that night. And Stephanie made me, or it wasn't the day we met, but it was like, we made future plans um, right. for our mutual friend. And we ended up being the last two people at the wine bar. And Stephanie made a Facebook dating profile. And I knew I loved her and that we would get along good because I was joking. And I was like, oh my God, should I put a picture of my broken foot as my profile picture? And she was like, no, but I think you should put it in there as a jump scare 
to really test people. And I was like, that's amazing. And I knew that. I stand by that still. Yeah. And I knew that we'd be lovers ever since that moment. I agree. I, that moment was very much like she appreciates me for who I am and I appreciate her for who she is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was really, yeah, I don't know. uh, This is where it was a really cool moment of the universe in action. Yeah. This is where it was. I think that what I was going to say is I think this is where um, I think this is where we like do a little singing sign off but I'm not really a singer. Um, let's see. Okay. It could be like right. I'm down. Okay. Ready? And that's what you call an episode <clears throat> of Mad existers were existing, and we're mad about it, but we're mad existing, and we're n- and this will get much better with time. There we go. Let's get into that. Bap, bap.